No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the third Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at more wise sayings about avoiding drunkards, gluttons, and prostitutes, the value of listening to your parents, and the dangers of alcohol consumption. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 23 on Simply the Bible. Have you ever seen a beware of dog sign on a gate? or a danger high-voltage sign on a power substation. You know what? I have no desire to open the gate or climb the fence in such places. Warnings are there for our protection, and we are wise to heed them. Likewise, the warnings of Scripture keep us from harm. We continue today in Proverbs twenty-three nineteen, with more sayings of the wise. Hear, my son, and be wise, and guide your heart in the way. Do not mix with wine-bibbers or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. Solomon tells his son first to listen. Now, that's something we need to say often to our children. We cannot grow in wisdom unless we first open our ears to listen to what those around us are saying, those who know more than we do. Second, we must guide our heart in the right way. Now, left to its own desires, our heart will lead us astray because, as Jeremiah says, it is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. The heart must be led into the right way. It must be trained. And who can do that? Only the indwelling Spirit of God. Now, bad company corrupts good character. So you need to choose your friends wisely because you will grow to become like them. Solomon says, keep away from drunkards and gluttons, for they will come to poverty and they will drag you down with them. Too much wine and too much food has the effect of making one drowsy, and drowsiness will lead a person to be clothed with rags. Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice and he who begets a wise child will delight in him. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who bore you rejoice. Now think about the lessons you learned from your father and your mother. My parents were divorced when I was seven years old, so I really had a relationship with two dads. From my biological dad, I learned compassion and a tender heart toward God. From my stepdad, I learned how to have a good work ethic. He was a masonry contractor and would take me on jobs when I was about 13 years old every summer. Now, he could build anything, and he taught me many skills. From my mom, I learned how to cook, and I learned an appreciation for gourmet food. She was a caterer. 
She also taught me about the importance of prayer in all matters of life. No matter what was going on in her personal life, she always brought me to church. She also prayed for our ministry in the early days, and she went to be with the Lord in 2016. Now, remember the wisdom you learn from your parents and give God thanks. Even when they are old, we can bless them and rejoice their hearts by giving them honor and valuing their counsel. Now, there are some investments that we trade. We buy low and sell high. At least, that's our aim. But truth is an investment that we buy and hold. We must hold fast to the truth and never sell it, or else we will exchange it for a lie, which would be to our own demise. While we are purchasing the truth, we also must purchase wisdom, instruction, and understanding. Now, we don't pay any money for these. They only require a seeking heart and open ears. If we will do these things, we will make our father and mother glad. And how much more will our Heavenly Father be well pleased? My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. For a harlot is a deep pit and a seductress is a narrow well. She also lies in wait as for a victim and increases the unfaithful among men. So many, many things vie for the attention of our heart. This world wants our heart. Satan wants our heart. Your employer wants your heart. Your family wants your heart. But our heart should belong to the Lord. For we are not our own. We've been bought with the price of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Now, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, but the one who devotes his heart to God will lack no good thing and will be blessed in what he does. Solomon says that the harlot is a deep pit. This would speak of the unmarried prostitute or immoral woman. The seductress speaks of the adulterous woman who forsakes her husband. Both lie in wait for their victims and they have seduced and destroyed many men. Their door leads to hell. So beware. Verse 29. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long at the wine. Those who go in search of mixed wine. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. At last it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, or like one who lies on the top of the mast, saying, They have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake, that I may seek another drink? Solomon gives here a vivid picture of the dangers of drunkenness. It destroys a person, and not only the person, but also those around him. Where does it start? It begins by lingering long at the wine, gazing at it while it is red and sparkles in the cup. 
it goes down smoothly. But before you realize what is happening, it bites like a snake. I know people who have struggled with alcohol addiction. Some have lost their jobs or they have been stunted in their spiritual growth. When it is found in a marriage, it can ruin a man's relationship with his wife or a wife's relationship with her husband if she is the one drinking. I think of the many drunk drivers who get into car accidents. Now, because they are so loose like rubber, they tend to bounce around and survive. But how many other lives they have taken with the lethal weapon of their vehicle with them inebriated behind the wheel? Drunkenness causes a person to hallucinate. It leads to unrestrained and really toxic speech, like one lying down in the midst of the sea or at the top of the mast. He can't feel anything. He gets struck, but he is not hurt. The alcohol puts him into his sleep, but when he awakes, he only wants another drink. What a vivid description of alcoholism. And it all begins by lingering long at the wine and searching for mixed drinks. Now, I mentioned my stepdad. One thing about my stepdad is he grew up in the Mission District of San Francisco, and he learned to fight at an early age, and he also learned to drink. His parents drank, and he drank from the time that he was just an adolescent. Well, that continued way into his adulthood, and he was not very easy to live with many times, especially when he was drinking. It did affect his whole personality. But there was very little that I could say about it. Now, he became a Christian, and he still was drinking for quite some time. My mom had spoken to him about it. She had tried to do what wives do, and that is to just, you know, speak about it and bring it up. But he didn't pay any attention to her whenever she did that. But somehow the Lord began to speak to his heart. And one day, out of the blue, he just quit. He never went back to it. He didn't go through a 12-step program. You might say that he just took one step, and that was the one step of just saying, okay, Lord, take this away from me. And I, I don't know how much of a struggle it was. He never really talked about it. All I know is that he never drank again, and God delivered him from it. So I know it can happen. I know that people can be delivered. There is power in the Holy Spirit to help us. There is power in the grace of God to overcome any addiction if we are willing and if we will ask the Lord for his help. Now, as we compare this passage here in Proverbs 23 with other scriptures, we can conclude that drinking wine is not condemned in the Bible, but drunkenness certainly is. It is far better not to touch alcohol than to indulge in it and destroy your life. May God give us wisdom and good sense to avoid that which would cause harm to us or to others. There are several warnings in these Proverbs today. Beware of hanging out with bad company. Beware of rejecting the good instruction of your parents. Beware of the immoral woman. And beware of coming under the influence of of alcohol or really anything else for that matter that can bring you under its influence so that you lose self-control. You could ignore the warning signs and go your own way, but why harm yourself? Let's pray. 
Father, we do just thank you for the warning signs you give to us in your scripture. We know that whenever you tell us not to do something, God, is because you love us, because you want to protect us, or you want to provide for us that which is good. So I pray that we would heed your warnings. I pray for anyone who has fallen into any of these areas of sin and addiction. God, you said in your word that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord would be saved. And I pray that you would grant them grace and faith to call upon your name, to receive your strength and power, and to become a new creation in Jesus Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at more sayings about wisdom building a house, making one strong, and being honey to the soul. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.